Oh, thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Vulnerability Time. I am your host and published author, Josias Abriel. Well, you know, let me see my full name. Josias Tarolius Epizon Abriel. Love that first, middle, and last. Uh, Hebrew and Greek. We love it. It's unique. It stands out. I, um... So this is something that needs to be talked about. Um, I believe that the title of this episode is going to be something like, it's not what it looks like, or it's not what you think it looks like, hashtag suicide awareness. It's going to be one of those things. So this is going to be a really, really, really quick episode, but it's important that it be talked about. Um, So what does that title mean? So fun fact, um... And this is something that I learned and I've suffered with depression a majority of my life. And I mean, severe, severe <laughs> depression, like take a bottle of pills and hop out of this earth, you know, type severe. However, years ago and by years ago, I mean, probably like, I think maybe like four or five years from now. I mean, excuse me, four or five years now it's been that I learned that most people who are depressed are not suicidal. Interesting, right? I did not know that until like four or five years ago. Um, And so it's like depression does not always coincide with suicide and vice versa. It can be an either or or it can be an and. So it's like it could be suicide and depression or it can just be suicide or depression. Like, it's basically saying, like, one or the other is not exclusive from each other and they're not, like, inclusive of each other. So, let does that make sense? So, pretty much, I'm getting all tongue-tied, so let me make it make a little bit more sense, for me at least. Um, just because someone, you know, has depression does not mean that they're suicidal. That is so interesting. Um this is also something that I found out is that, um, I know people get, and I, I used to be that until I did extensive research and all that and experienced depression and just sat and just shut it in my mouth and listened to people. Um, sadness and depression. Okay. Those can get, those lines can get blurred. Um, societal, societally speaking. Um, a lot of people, um, can generalize depression as sadness um, when they're two different things. Just because, at, just because some of the um, some of the symptoms might feel or look the same, does not mean that it is the same. Trust me, our body and our brains can definitely tell the difference. We not we might not be able to um, right off the bat. You know, but our bodies and our brains, oh, they know the difference between an emotion and a mental illness. Oh, trust. Oh, yeah. The brain knows. The brain is way too powerful. It knows more than we know. It remembers every single thing. Now, we forget, but our brain does not forget. Look that up. That is actually true. 
scary and beautiful at the same time. Okay, I'm gonna be vulnerable. I think it's scary as hell. I was like, wow. For those of us who's experienced way too much trauma, that is just ridiculous. <laughs> just like, why does it have to remember? But at the same time, it's protection. Our brain loves us enough to try to protect this. There we go. How about that? Um, but anyways, so something that I learned is, um, well, I already knew this, but I, it just really, I had an epiphany is that, you know, sadness is an emotion. Um, however, depression, it's different because it's mind, it's mental. It is coming from a different, uh, it has a different place a different like root it's coming from a different root now the limbs and the leaves on the tree may look the same they're you know many trees can look the same but be completely different trees um we look at the leaves and be like oh that tree looks like that tree when they're actually two completely different trees they might just look alike see there's that tree of sadness and then there's that tree of depression so uh, but the thing is like they're two different things because the root is not sadness when it comes to depression the root is not sadness and we can apply that to just mental illness in general and so the point that i'm getting at um is someone can be happy because happy is an emotion there's emotion and then there's mental okay someone can be happy and still be suicidal i'm raising my hand someone could be happy and still be depressed that is possible multiple realities can be true at once two plus two equals four six minus two equals four five plus five equals ten see like they all all those things look different but just because they look different based off who you're speaking to does not mean that it is not true so that's something that i had to learn you know and believe it or not you know something i had to learn um recently in my life and by recently i mean probably like the past i don't know five six years um that reality that epiphany of multiple things can be true at once just because i don't believe something does not mean it's not true you know um the world does not cater to my beliefs, my biases, or what I think I know. You know, it just it just doesn't. Um, but someone can be um, sad and not depressed at the same time. Someone can be sad and depressed at the same time. You know, because a lot of times it's not really sadness, it's depression. I'm not saying that for everybody. I'm just saying, you know, we get the lines intertwined when... You know, we're, we're experiencing the symptoms of sadness when it's really just depression. So what I'm saying is there's multiple combinations. Someone could be sad, but not depressed. Someone can be depressed, but not sad. Someone can be happy and depressed. Someone can be happy and suicidal. That's where I'm getting at is you don't have to be sad or excuse me. You don't have to be depressed to be suicidal suicidal doesn't look like tears all the time depression doesn't look like tears all the time sometimes it looks like a smile on the face many people um look happy and that is a actual reality they are happy in that moment they are experiencing that emotion of happiness however the mental is so much more powerful so 
humans, we are very, we're better at seeing emotion because emotion is more external it's more what you can see on the outside whereas opposed to mental mental is more internal so it's we we right off the bat we don't we don't recognize that we don't see that we see emotion we see a smile we see happiness whether that person is faking it or not you know um there is a smile so what i'm saying is Someone could be suicidal right now, but they are so happy. They are so happy and then boom, they can leave tomorrow. You know, someone could be speaking on this podcast (laughs) and be happy, but also be suicidal. I'm talking about myself. Obviously, y'all know I suffer from suicidal ideations. That's just been a thing. Thanks, trauma. Um, Fun fact, suicide suicidal ideations it's just a mental um um illness response um it also is a form of survival for the body um i'll get into that in another episode when you know suicidal can be a form of survival um because it's just our body's attempt of trying to gain peace that should be ours to begin with Anyways, let me not get into that spiel because I want this to be a short episode. The point of this episode is, is, you know, um, it does not always look like what it is. It just doesn't. And you can, we can apply that, uh, statement, that principle, that concept, um, to almost, to many things in life, to many things in life. It is not always what it looks like. It is not always as it seems, you know, judging the book by the cover. The cover can be so beautiful, so beautiful, but the pages are weary. They're worn. Those pages have words of anguish and agony on it. Those pages are crying out for help. But that's not what we see instantly, right? We we, we see happiness and 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 we see a smile or we see tears and we we're gonna you know society um it's just easier for us to spot emotion rather than the mental because the mental is internal you got to be around and get to know that person because there's it's impossible to read a book just by looking at it you know what i mean in order to know about the book you gotta obviously look at the cover and then you gotta read we can apply that to people, you know, um, we can apply that to people, you know, um, what if they aren't happy? Well, what if they are happy, but it's, that's not the only truth, um, a part of that story. So what I'm saying is society, um, obviously society is getting better about it now, but obviously society has come a long way. Um, mental illness, started to be a stigma around, I believe, uh, days where Alexander Hamilton was alive. I don't know. Let me not get into all that. Cause I'm not, I don't know that for sure. I just know that there was a point where certain things got, um, shunned. It was, it's very significant. It's really interesting. And I'm just like, wow, all y'all ancestors suck. <laughs> I was just like, all y'all suck. All you previous humans back in the 17th century, y'all suck. But then it's just like they didn't know no better, whatever. Um, But 
something <clears throat> where we go on, we see on the movies, right? We see someone crying. We associate that with sadness. Um, <clears throat> let's see a random person in public. When we see someone crying, we can associate that with sadness. But in reality is it's actually just tears of joy. We just don't know because we're just, we're just seeing the cover of that book. And I mean, and it's not, it's not saying that that's a bad thing. I mean, we have eyes, we're going to see whatever, and we're just going to, you know, make assessments based off of that. That's part of the brain's survival. <laughs> so it's just like, we're going to see and assess things. Um, I just think it is important um, in this day and age to remember, because um, suicide rates are, they are increasing, folks. Um, it is important to remember that there's possibly more to the book and that we can't see the internal. We can only see the external. We can only see that surface level when really all the substance is in the ground underneath the surface. The surface is oftentimes just the first thing that we see. We don't dig and, and see what's really going on. Are they really happy? Are they really joyful? Are they really sad? Are they depressed? Like, what is it? Is it either or? Is it and and? Is it, you know, is, is it is? Are there multiple realities true at the same time? Someone can be happy, sad, and depressed and suicidal all at the same time. The human body is extremely complex. <laughs> yes, apparently there are certain aspects of the brain that um, scientists or neurologists, whatever you whatever word that is, I'm getting tongue tw twisted. Apparently, there's still certain things about the brain that we still don't understand. Um, rightfully so. The brain is extremely way too complex. Have y'all tried researching the brain? Oh my gosh, it'll make your brain hurt. I was just like, okay, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. This explains a lot, but also, wow, this is a lot. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, I just... Wow. Okay. That's interesting. So the, the point of this episode is, is that it, it doesn't always look like, I mean, the reality is not always what we see. It's just not every book looks like it's cover. Um, and, 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 I was looking at the statistics of uh, suicides in America um, um, and in the UK, but I'm going to start with America first. Um, so there are more women in America than men. Excuse me. There are more um, uh, female born than male born um, because uh, let's be honest, folks, if you disagree, y'all can y'all can Google this, what I'm about to say. Um, gender is a man-made construct. There is technically no gender. Literally Google the difference between biological sex and gender. Um, so I'm just going to throw that out there, you know? So, I mean, over the centuries, different cultures also identified with different quote-unquote genders. Um, it is just a societal, cultural thing so technically it does not exist it is a man-made construct so i'm going to respect everybody and just say you know male born and female born why because i'm i 
there needs to be space for everybody. Everybody. I don't want to just put an assigned on someone. I just don't want to do that because, I mean, I did my own, like, research and looking into it. It is a man-made construct. It literally is. It just makes us uncomfortable to talk about that because we're just taught a different way. And when what we're taught is challenged, it can become uncomfortable. So, um, just go and research that folks. Don't beat yourself up. If that is something that's uncomfortable for you, it's okay. But anyways, getting back to the point, um, is that hmm, there are more, um, biological females than there are biological males in the country of America. However, males make up 72 to 78% of the suicides in America. So on average, that is 75% of suicides in America are males. You know, Mr. Tough Guy is really suffering on the inside. I just wish society can get to a place where it just completely demolishes all stigma when it comes to mental health. Like, it's just ridiculous. And apparently, um, the suicide rate, it is, it's increasing. Um, I would not be shocked at that. Like, I think I read something that said, um, within the next 10 years, we will see, it's projected that, uh, male suicides will, um, be in the 80% range. I'm just like, that is, that is absolutely fucking ridiculous. I was like, there's not even that much men in this country compared to, you know, women. So I'm just like, wow. Like, so the point of the matter is, is the, the cover can look so strong, but be suffering on the inside. Um, society can tell this book what it should have on a cover. You should be this. You're a man. You shouldn't cry. You this and you that. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, yeah, that stigma contributes to suicide. So I just think we got to get to a place, society. I would love for society to get to a place um, where mental illness and just the understanding of it and the complexity of it just no longer has any stigma um, because that it's 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 ridiculous. I was like, oh my gosh, like humans also make it worse for humans. I know humans heal humans, but humans also hurt humans. Humans also harm humans. Humans also help humans. So I'm like, we have the potential (laughs) as a human race. We have a potential, but are we going to do it? I, I, I think we're very long off from that because, um, we are still learning things from a compared to us now um a toxic generation or toxic times you know so they're bringing on a lot of what they learned even though it was a lot of misinformation they're bringing that on to us even though i'm so proud of this newer generation my generation gen z i barely made it into gen z but i'm still technically a gen z because I was born in 97. Gen Z starts in 96. But um, I am really proud, though. I The fact that more people are able to, you know, speak about mental illness, um, it's more validated. Uh, let's see. The fact that we even have statistics 
Okay, it just shows that we are learning more. Um, you know, um, so check on your strong friends. Check on the people that say, oh, I'm fine. You know what I like to do sometimes? And there's a time and a place to do this. But what I like to do sometimes um, is I ask them how they're doing. I just say, hey, how are you doing? You know how we just say that, right? Hey, how are you doing? And they say, great. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Now, how are you honestly doing? I have to go that extra mile. I want the people to feel like this is a space, to be honest, because we are humans. Listen, we are humans. I wish I was doing fine all the time. I wish, you know, um, and that, yeah, so... Um, it's okay to be human, folks. It's, it's okay to be human. Um, there is a difference between emotions and mental. There is a complete difference. Um, whether, you know, society wants to recognize that or not, you know, um, it, there is a difference. Um, someone can be happy and suicidal. Both can be true. Um, you don't have to be sad to be suicidal you don't have to be depressed to be suicidal you don't have to you know be sad in order to cry just things like that so these were just on my mind and I was like let me just share this with the world because as y'all know the root of the whole vulnerability time podcast the one of the main starting factors is to save lives someone could be on their way home right now to take their life with a gun and they are not a bad person this is the thing i learned um i don't know if this is everyone's reality but i do know that this is a lot of realities that we don't see um it's what i'm about to say now suicide oftentimes is the last resort not the first resort so uh, I've been judged before, people saying, oh, well, you're a quitter. I'm like, um, actually, that's not true for a lot of people. A lot of people have just been strong for way too long. They were the ones who didn't quit the longest, who fought and fought and fought. However, not every battle leaves you stronger if there's no rest. You're going to a gym and working out muscles. You're getting stronger when it hurts, sure, but what if life doesn't let you put those weights down see when you go work out at a gym and you're working out those muscles your 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 body's gonna start to hurt things are tearing but you know and and that's good short term but you gotta have to you gotta put the weights down and take a rest you gotta let the body recover if you just keep on and never just letting it down just keep on lifting weights for uh 25 hours straight with no rest or recovery oh no that doesn't make the that doesn't make the muscles uh stronger so we gotta also you know look at things like that too not every battle is going to make someone stronger and we are this is a human body the human mind when it's being beaten it does not need a lecturer. It needs a listener. It needs a hug. It needs someone to come along and say, you don't have to do this alone. How can I help you? How can I best be here for you? You are hurting. You've been fighting on your own for so long. Folks, if we could just go back to the caveman days, we can actually see how to human. 
Okay, see back, humans were never meant to do things on our on our own. We were just not, we were not. I know today's society glorifies independence and oh, you gotta do this. Who cares if an army of people, you know, caused you trauma you gotta be the one you 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 and i was like you know why does it have to be just the you we don't have all the tools as an individual you might have tools that i don't have and vice versa why can't we do this together why can't we help each other um we we i think we need to build a time machine and go back in time to to be reminded how to actually be humans um I feel like if cavemans could, you know, comprehend what humans are today, uh, I think they would, I, I, they would be sorely disgusted. Um, this whole, oh, everyone has to be independent mindset. Uh, that that, mm-mm. and now it's stigmatized to ask for help, and now it's stigmatized to be dependent, as if that's like a bad thing. I was just like, no. What if you're just a human being, and humans need humans. Um, if that if that weren't the case, then solitary confinement uh, wouldn't damage the body. Did y'all know loneliness destroys the brain over time? In solitary confinement, that basically means it's like a prison punishment when they um, they lock someone away from everyone else, and it's just themselves in that cell, and they're all alone. They go insane, literally insane insanity is a legal term by the way so that 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 soak in of how bad it gets they're not quote-unquote crazy that's not a legal term insane is a legal term that word holds so much power and merit in the court that is a legal term that term is no joke that term packs some power you know if the humans were meant to be alone you know our bodies wouldn't respond the way it it would if we were alone um but it's stigmatized to reach out for help um what it, it like i know people say too much of anything can be bad yeah one thousand um, percent but that doesn't apply to every situation in that season that it's in what if someone just lost their parent and they have no other strength or no other choice but to be dependent for a couple months on someone that is okay we're gonna with different seasons of our lives shows we can bring out different strengths in our lives and sometimes strength looks different sometimes it takes strength to have the courage in order to lean on someone and say i need help i can't do this on my own because the thing is you shouldn't have to do it all on your own unfortunately there are times in life where yeah we're gonna have to there's no other choice however there's a lot of times that we just can do it on our own but that does not mean that we have to do it on our own that does not mean so cavemen would be uh sorely disgusted of what um uh, this whole toxic independence um has come to i truly do think that um part of the stigma of mental illness is that toxic independence mindset um we gotta we gotta be honest for if we're gonna actually be human if we're gonna be vulnerable 
we are humans. If we could do it all on our own, we would not need each other to have a device to listen to this podcast on. It took multiple minds, though we give credit to just one mind. Oh, oh, Steve Jobs made the iPhone. No, no, no. It was a multiple multitude of people. It was a whole factory. People came together to make some iPhones. So what I'm saying is if humans can do it on our own, then everyone needs to go to a separate planet and live by themselves. And I guarantee you, we will see. We can't do it on our own. We were literally never meant to do it on our own. Literally, the human body and the human brain, I'm not even joking, research this, is literally wired for community. It's literally not wired for solitude. So it's like when people are lonely, it is such a battle because it's not a part of what we're what we're wired to do. And so that just sucks because it's like... I don't know. I'm getting off topic now, but um, going back to the cavemen being disgusted with us. Yes, we need to go back to them so we can see how to actually be human and be there for each other. Because if we're separate, the only thing that we can do when we're separate is see a book cover. Now, if we're together, we're spending time with each other. We're talking. We're getting to know one another. You know what I mean? And it's hard. It's hard. I I'm, I have social anxiety and I'm an introvert. So it's hard. I'm not saying that. I'm not I'm, I'm not applying this to necessarily every single situation. Um, but this can apply to many situations. Um, what I'm about to say is, um, yeah, like, we got to be in community to open up that book together because separately all I'm seeing is the cover I'm not seeing what's going on on the inside because I'm just like okay I'm dependent I'm thinking you're dependent I'm seeing what I'm seeing externally on the outside you're smiling good for you and really this person might go home and that be the last time that they are on this earth so it's important to recognize one we need each other i'm tired of the stigma um there is a such thing as toxic independence that that that's that's disgusting it really freaking is it really is it, it just that's not how humans are supposed to be wired um and it just literally does a lot of damage to the brain y'all should see a brain um that is experienced community versus a brain that has experienced loneliness and isolation. Um, it is significantly smaller. I had the unfortunate reality of, um, excuse me, what did I say the reality? I had the unfortunate uh, experience to see what a three-year-old child's brain looks like um, with community versus without community. And it was very horrific, hor- horrific. It was very horrifying seeing that brain scan of that child like that's that's disgusting like a healthy brain is bigger but a lonely neglected brain was so so small i was like wow people can literally die from loneliness they 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 literally can die from loneliness fun fact the point is we need each other not everything is how it looks on the outside um suicide is real um you can be happy and be sad at the same time you can be happy 
and be depressed. You can be happy and suicidal. You can be sad and suicidal. You can be depressed and suicidal. You can be all these things at the same time. That is a reality. Just be encouraged and reminded that you don't have to do it on your own. Okay? It's okay to be dependent. It's okay to ask for help. I'm telling you, you are worth the love and the support and the healing you are worth it. I, Whoever I'm talking to, you are worth it. You are worth it enough for someone to come alongside you or for you to reach out and say, I need help. Wow. That is an act of self-love as well. For those of us who's big in self-love and stuff like that. And then also know that um, not every cover that looks glamorous. That doesn't mean the book is glamorous. Um, we gotta gotta recognize, folks, this reality that you know someone could be the happiest, but they may want to be the one that wants to die the most in the room. So it's an important reality. With that being said. Um, uh, this has been another episode of Vulnerability Time. See you whatever episode that will be next. Oh yeah, Cody's episode is coming out. I had to take a little pausey pause from um, um, uploading the podcasts. Um, but I resume back in a few days. So, but I'm sure by the time you hear this episode, um, what I just said about me having to pause it won't be relevant anymore because I'm, I'm I'm releasing the rest of the episodes February 1st but by the time you hear this it might be way past February 1st so um well yes we love that um go into a time machine we love it love it love it Alrighty, uh, with that being said, this has been another episode of Honorably Time. I am your host and published author, Josias Tarolius Epizon April.